0: This is Heming And Jessica. And you're listening to the Friendly Atheist Podcast. Go to patreon.com slash friendly atheist podcast. Thanks. And actually, I have a whole bunch of people we need to thank.
1: Oh, cool.
0: Uh, so, thank you to everyone who donated in the past however long. <laughs> uh, Denise C, Tracy A, Noel H, Jim D, Chris C, Brian M, Lily T, Bethany W, Robert L, Felix V, Patrick D, Lorna N. Thank you so much. And the rest of you, why are you not on that list? Patrick what are you Duffy doing? Patrick
1: Duffy is contributing he to our is. podcast?
0: It was a lovely gesture from oh, him.
1: So nice. How are you? I'm doing okay. It's very cold out it when I was very unlocking the door for Hemet, I realized the locks are iced over which is a fun thing we deal with <laughs> in the midwest and it doesn't even feel that cold out anymore yeah this
0: is the nice weather compared to last
1: week. yeah last week thank you for your hashtag thoughts and prayers my my, my, my <laughs> uh, pipes unfroze an hour before I was hosting some friends for dinner party so everything worked out really well nothing exploded
0: Congratulations. Thank
1: you. I'm ready for winter to be fucking <laughs> over. Almost. What am I doing in the Midwest? Seriously. I hate it.
0: Why do we live here? Who knows? Nobody knows. Uh, there are so many things I want to talk about, and we gotta, yeah, we're going to finish this in an, an hour. So, yeah. okay. Here's the first one I wanted to bring up, because it was... They have the National Prayer Breakfast this week. They uh-huh. do it every year. They say it's a religious thing, right? National Prayer Breakfast. Does it's it pray- coincide it
1: not- with a religious holiday?
0: Uh, the none. Lunar
1: New Year, I guess. No, <laughs>
0: but uh, it really turns into just evangelical celebration. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. And of course, I mean, Donald Trump spoke there. These are the only people who don't hate him. Yeah. Um, And he flubbed a line, so he ended up saying he wanted to praise religious leaders uh, who were responsible for some of America's greatest accomplishments, including the, quote, abolition of civil rights.
1: Now, what was he supposed to be saying? I think
0: he was trying to say that uh, they fought for abolition, they fought for civil rights, but of course, he just oh. said the abolition of civil rights, and Oof. then he didn't catch it. Of course not. Um, which is almost funny because, yeah, the, the people you're talking to in that room Everyone, are like, responsible for the approvingly,
1: we for did getting do that. rid of
0: civil Good rights. Good job, gentlemen. I mean, the, the conservative <laughs> Christians who make up his base—they do say like transgender people don't exist sure. for real. Gay uh, marriage shouldn't count. Mm -hmm. It's not a real marriage. They still oppose the Equal Rights Amendment for women, as we talked about. I think last week, Um, the Trump administration just gave a Christian uh, foster agency permission to discriminate against people who are not Christians. Definitely
1: looking at children. If
0: you look at the history of like the religious rights while kind of now they're known for being anti-gay marriage, mm-hmm. anti-abortion, before that all kicked in, mm-hmm. they were against integration. <laughs> I mean, a lot of these conservative Christian groups yeah. oppose, I mean, Bob Jones University, we've talked about in the past, one of the hardcore Christian fundamentalist schools in the country, they banned interracial dating until 2000. Like they were
1: 2000. Yeah,
0: Jerry Falwell Jr., the Liberty University That's guy. This uh-huh. Uh Jerry Falwell Jr., the guy who runs Liberty University, was all like, yeah, we fought for integration and all that stuff. And everyone was responding, dude, your dad started a separate school so they wouldn't have to go to school with black people. What are you talking about? So Trump... Uh, screwed up and accidentally told the truth. So congratulations to Quiet him. Quiet part out loud. Quiet part out loud. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know if you've heard this one because it just happened uh, today, at least in my, my understanding of it.
1: Friday morning. Uh-huh. No, nope, so, Friday afternoon. It's 1 p.m. Whoops. <laughs>
0: here's Here's the story. They're in Tennessee... You know how federal funds cannot be used to pay for abortions because, what is that, the Hyde Amendment? Like, they don't allow federal funds to directly fund abortions or reimburse you if you have it as a medical procedure. Um, But some federal funds are like, they reimburse Planned Parenthood for conducting women's health in other ways, right? right? And people hate that, too. Well, in Tennessee, uh, one of the Republican lawmakers in Tennessee, his name is John Reagan- Uh, Ragan, sorry, whatever. He just filed a bill that says no taxpayer money can be used to subsidize abortions. And that's, I mean, okay, what else would you expect from a Republican? Right. But here's, on what grounds? He didn't say we shouldn't do it because who cares why it's a bill. Just pass my bill. Uh He said we can't do it because the belief that abortion, uh, and this is directly quoting from the bill, This belief that abortion is not murder or that abortion is not immoral or that life does not begin at conception. Those are, quote, unproven faith based assumptions that are implicitly religious and are unproven truth claims that are linked to the religion of secular humanism.
1: So I recognize most of those as uh-huh. words.
0: Right. Here's what he's saying: I am so If you confused. if you are pro-choice, yeah. and you're saying, well, abortion isn't murder, which isn't a political position; it's a moral one on oh. your end. Oh, and it's but also whatever. a legal
1: thing. Like, that too, murder is a legal term.
0: Yeah, and he's saying, like, if you are supportive of abortion and you want the government to pay for it in any in any way. You are really saying the government should be paying for my religious beliefs as an atheist, to put it crudely. Like, And that violates church-state separation, and therefore, we can't do it because it would be unconstitutional. So this is exactly what he's saying that the the Establishment Clause prohibits the state of Tennessee from enforcing, respecting, recognizing, favoring, or endorsing policies that fund abortion facilities with tax dollars because the practices are non-secular in a generic way. And such appropriations, blah, 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 would excessively tangle the government with the religion of secular humanism, putting religion over non-religion. So he's really fighting for us as atheists and church-state separation advocates, saying giving money for abortion is promoting religion, um, and it's promoting, like, an atheistic religion, and the Constitution doesn't let us support support religion. So really, he's just a defender of the wall of separation between church and state, and abortion's just atheist religion something-something. That is... How twisted.
1: That is so dumb. I do not think we should spend another (laughs) moment dissecting it and talking about why he's wrong. Because there is not (laughs) a single thing he got right in there.
0: So he's implying that the anti-choice position is not religious in any way. In any way. None whatsoever. And by the way, so as soon as I saw that, I'm like, there's no way... I mean, this guy has to be full of shit. The question is, how is he full of shit? It's kind of like... If if you're in Virginia right now and you're saying, well, that Democratic governor's book had blackface, he was in blackface, so like, there, you know, he's got to go. It's like, dude, you're a Republican. I know there's shit in your past. We just got to figure out where it is. Oh my god. So in this case, it's like, all right. I know this guy's full of shit. Where where is it? So the first place I was like, well let me look at what other bills this guy has supported. I'll start with this year and work my way back. Uh-huh. It took all of like 2 minutes. Really? Yeah, here's the bill he's a sponsor of from January. Last month? (laughs) Or January
1: 2018? Like
0: two weeks ago. (laughs) Here's a Billy sponsored two weeks ago. Uh, And I'm paraphrasing, but not really. We should change our constitution, the state constitution, to say our liberties do not come from government, but from Almighty God.
1: Sure, that feels like a really effective use of of the government.
0: So that apparently is not promoting religion over non religion.
1: Yeah, but
0: using taxpayer funds to Can pay it. back women who get abortions. That is religious.
1: God is secular and secular humanists are religious. Obviously. I don't know why this is so complicated for you to keep straight.
0: <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So oh, yikes. Tennessee Republican for the, for the laws. I don't know.
1: Um, I want to do a story oh. that is, it's just a quick one and it has no weight and I just <laughs> find it really amusing. Yes. Um, so at uh, Ocean Manor Beach Resort in Fort Lauderdale, Lauderdale in Florida, Yeah. Um, a 20 foot tall cross washed up on shore and nobody really knows where it is. I guess it's painted. So it's definitely like a cross, not just like two they intersecting beams, be yeah, it's not like intersecting beams or mm-hmm. whatever. Um,
0: so and it's so, a sign. So it's a obviously. sign. So
1: there's just been a lot of like people going down to pray at it, which like, I don't have, <laughs> I don't have any right. problem necessarily with that. Like whatever, live yeah. your life um
0: (laughs) don't worry florida there'll be a lot of stuff washing (laughs) up because your whole state will be underwater
1: the resort's owner said it was a sign of protection he thought it was divine intervention um oh Uh and he thinks that because before the cross appeared his sister had been at the beach that day praying because she'd had a bad dream which is cool if true i guess like if you have a dream you go to the beach and pray and a fucking cross (laughs) walks up that's dope (laughs) as hell um but here's what I think. there's a, there's two things I want to point out. Like, so they've dragged it at the beach. They're just kind of keeping it as a little, like tourist attraction. People can take pictures. All right. Whatever. I don't. I really could not care less. But people were. <laughs> this is the part that sort of destroys me. People were have no idea where it came from, right? And somebody suggested, or people have been kind of brainstorming where it could be. And a lot of people are saying Puerto Rico, which makes a lot of sense. Which means that this. Cross was broken off, likely in Hurricane Maria, <laughs> where thousands of people died, and floated to Florida. And like,
0: it's a sign. From it's God like a blood cross. Yeah,
1: but I think my oh. favorite. And so people are like on Facebook, like, "Oh, have faith," and whatever. Uh-huh. That's that. I think it's this is the ultimate. Aside from the possible connection with Puerto Rico, it's a very harmless thing. Of like, we see a cross, it means something, to us. but some. <laughs> It's so funny. Some commenters on the resorts page also interpreted the cross also interpreted the cross as a design signal, other uh, of as a divine signal. Others um offered more prosaic theories. Quote, one man said, probably from an old pirate ship. That's what held yeah, up the that's... sails. <laughs> Believe in something real, people.
0: <laughs> like yeah, guy, thank you. Oh my god. This is... he's and he's stupid. on
1: our side. Yeah. And he's like, oh, DeFo pirate ships. <laughs> That's what it's <laughs> it's
0: That is where my mind goes when I see a cross. It's all the pirates <laughs> praying before they loot and pillage everything. No, he everywhere. thinks it's like
1: a mast sail, yeah. like as if like a seventeenth century pirate ship, everything broke off except for the mast <laughs> <laughs> in a perfect cross form. And it's been floating around the Atlantic for hundreds of years. <laughs> like Jesus
0: uh, has weird ways to send signs.
1: It just it it just tickled me. It's such a dumb story, but it really made me giggle. Anyway.
0: That's the only appropriate response. At least you're not praying. Because this right? is so
1: absolutely the thing of, like, you see a cross and you pray to it. That's totally fine. You see a symbol and it means liberty. That's totally fine. But just, like, people, like, losing their shit over but it. But it's I a pirate
0: ship. But that's... it's a
1: pirate ship, says the one guy trying to speak up for the secular <laughs> side. Thanks, dude. We'll just handle that side over here.
0: Uh, so... Uh, in the, uh, the Democrats now control the U.S. House. Okay. Yes. So one of Goodness. the things that happens is that they run all the different subcommittees, uh-huh. right? They're now the ranking members, which means when witnesses come to testify, it's the ranking member, the Democrat, who administers the oaths to all the witnesses, saying, hey, you're going to testify, you're going to tell the truth, all right. Right. But all of those oaths... Traditionally, Uh at least recent traditionally, they always end, so help me God. Well, there was a big kerfuffle last week because um, the U.S. House Committee on Natural Resources, a a draft version of how are we going to run the committee now, Uh like, what are the new rules... A draft of those rule changes circulated and ended up on Fox News. And one of the changes <laughs> said the the for, the default oath given to witnesses for this committee does not have the word "so help me God." They crossed that one off. Now they did not pass that rule change, sure. and it's unclear how seriously they were going to even take it. Uh-huh. But it was there, and the words were crossed out. And I, as far as I know, that was a legit draft of the rule changes. But okay, after that happened, it's like, of course, conservatives were like, "Oh, look, they're trying to get rid of God." Uh It's like even the Democrats who spoke up about it were like, "Mm, "It was a proposal or something, but we didn't support it, whatever." Okay, so this then a couple of days ago, there was another uh, person. This is in the House Judiciary Committee, one of the bigger ones. Okay. This is the one that's interviewing Matt Whitaker, the acting attorney general today. Uh, Democratic uh, Representative Jerry Nadler is the chair of that one. And so he was uh, getting witnesses to swear the oath. And this week, earlier this week, when before everyone was paying attention like today... Uh, He left out the phrase, so help me God, when he administered the oath. And then a Republican spoke up. Mr. Chairman, Mr. Chairman, point of parliamentary inquiry. uh, We had a conversation on the floor last week, and I just noted, you left out, so help me God. Here's Nadler's response. Oh, sorry. Do you want me to repeat the... I I will repeat... I would love that. Thank you, said the Republican. All right, please stand up again, Nadler says. Uh And then he said the the oath. And then he said, so help you, God. And they said, so help me, God. And then they moved on. It was a non-issue, right? As far as I know, he did it accidentally, whatever. Okay, here's where I want to get to. Now there's another subcommittee, the House Energy and Commerce Subcommittee on Oversight. This one is run by a woman, Representative Diana DeGette. She was swearing in witnesses, uh, this is. They were talking about the Trump uh, administration's, and I quote, inhumane family separation policy, uh-huh. and when she swore witnesses in, she also left out, so help me God. And here's a, uh, I'm quoting this from a local, uh, not a local, this is a Christian website, this is their summary of the thing. When Representative Jeff Duncan, a Republican, reminded DeGette of the omission, she indicated that it was intentional.
1: Yeah, girl. This is
0: the uh, this is the oath we use, and that's the oath we're going to use today," said DeGette, who then moved on with the hearing.
1: <laughs> that is dope. As that is. Hell. She
0: got no coverage for that, but she should totally get that's coverage for that. Very cool. Um. And I can't. As far as I know, she has never been on my radar as like one of the pro, sure. like secular side of things. But I, as far as I can tell, she's just like, yeah, we're not doing that. Shut yes. the hell up. Let's yeah. move on and talk about how Trump's ripping families apart. So, like,
1: if if you're here for this and that's what you're concerned about, maybe maybe we need to reassess our priorities. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Do, Do you, you want to talk
0: about Duck Dynasty, guy? Yes, we have to talk about Duck you. Dynasty, guy. Okay, the <laughs> setup for this is Kamala Harris had suggested, who's running for president, Democratic uh-huh. senator, she suggested like a Medicare for all type of health care plan, and he was brought in as the expert on Fox Business Network uh-huh. because, you know, he's the business guy. And Neil Cavuto, the host of that show, is like, hey, Phil Robertson, the patriarch of Duck Dynasty, what do you think about health care?
1: Okay, first of all, I want to say I... Like copied and pasted an article so I could like skim some notes, and I usually bold things that I want to make sure I hit, and I realized I had bolded the entire <laughs> the entire thing because every word he said was yeah. gold. Can we just read it Please. beginning to end?
0: You have to imitate him, otherwise it doesn't count. I
1: genuinely do not know what he sounds like. I assume Southern. <laughs> are they in the South? They are. Okay, I'm not going to do that. Uh-huh. I don't. Nobody needs that in their ears. <laughs> <laughs> Contrary to what uh, Kamala Harris says, said she says elect said, she says, elect me, and everything's free. Look, everybody can have their own health care. The government's going to finance the whole thing. It's not going to cost but 30000000000000 trillion. I'm going <laughs> to, which it's not going to cost but $30 trillion is a really charming turn of phrase. Mm. I'm offering you the greatest deal you've ever had. Elect me, and everything will be free. And then the interviewer was like, but she's saying other people have been getting away with financial murder to pay for it, blah, blah, blah. What I'm saying is, Kamala, I already have health care. It's given to me by God, eternal health care. I'm guaranteed to be raised from the dead by Jesus. I have life and immortality given to me by God through Jesus. The interviewer pushes back, but people get sick on earth in their human form.
0: If you saw... (laughs) Seth Meyers on his show, Uh and he was mocking this too, and he's like, let me repeat this thing that was actually said on (laughs) television, and then he repeated Neil Cavuto's line right there. What was it?
1: But people get sick on earth in their human forms.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for pointing out the obvious.
1: Robertson interrupted. The temporary reprieve is not worth it. I'm telling her, I... I have eternal health care and it's free. Doctors can give you temporary reprieve, but they cannot save you from physical death. The doctors who treat you, they die too.
0: So he informed us about mortality. Uh-huh. Thank you. Cavuto. Fox always on the breaking <laughs> Cavuto, news.
1: But you're not dismissing that we people need health care, right? <laughs> Robinson says, I didn't have health care for 50 years, and someone says, now I'm rich and famous, so. So I said, Miss K, you can buy every kind of insurance known to man if you want to, but I've never needed it for 50 years. So there you so go. So then I
0: guess no one else needs it either. He
1: literally capped it off. So there you go.
0: <laughs> Mic drop. Check
1: po- in like mate, <laughs> my dude. Argue with that. Yeah. He didn't need it for 50 years. But the moment
0: he or someone in his ginormous family gets actually sick in the human form. Yeah, they're like, their human earth form. <laughs> are, are you, I want to know if he's going to take them to a hospital he's or if he's to, just going to pray over is. them. Of course also, he is.
1: I call bullshit, like, he never needed a doctor in 50 years. There's no
0: way that guy I has mean, not ever needed I mean, a doctor. I mean, it's
1: possible that he didn't... I mean, I guess it's possible. It, it is a cultural thing. Like, a lot of people sure. from more rural areas do not go to doctors, but... Fifty years is a long ass time to never never go and to a doctor. He's gonna
0: need one soon yeah, at some he's point. We all do like
1: his earth body is gonna start crumbling. But this
0: idea that oh, no one else needs health care because Jesus will raise you from the dead. Uh-huh. Again, immortality is fine and all, but I also want this part to be as long as possible well, before the immortality begins. And
1: like he can he skims through doctors can give you temporary reprieve. Yeah, yeah. I would like that, please. Don't Can we don't ease say that as suffering if that's, before <laughs> He says that as if, like, well, if you're into not being in horrible pain, I guess, mm-hmm. or like if you want to stop pooping and throwing up, like whatever. It's just a temporary reprieve <laughs> before you're etern- like it's The Sad so part is wild. there are
0: Christians who believe that. I mean the 100%. Christian scientists who are like, never see a doctor, just pray over it. This is what God wants. Yep. Um Yeah, thanks, Dr. Phil Robertson. <laughs> <laughs> uh this is this is news to me this week. Uh there was uh there's a state legislator in Arizona. His name is Juan Mendez. He's a state senator. He's one of the few openly atheist state senators in the country. Uh-huh. Really good. I mean, he, legislatively progressive. He's he's a good guy. Um so it turns out. There is a system in Arizona, and this exists in many states, where you can buy a specialty license plate. It's not the default one that everyone gets. It Mm -hmm. might have a design that you want. And if you pay the extra fee, it's not exorbitant or anything, but if you pay the extra fee, some of that money goes to maybe a nonprofit organization Uh that is connected to that. So maybe you buy a veteran's license plate, and it goes to a veteran's group. Mm -hmm. All right, right, fine. So it turns out there is an In God We Trust License plate, a specialty plate in mm-hmm. Arizona. And if you go to the state's website, it says you pay 25 bucks a year, basically, to get this. $17, uh, and I'm quoting here, $17 goes to promote the national motto in God We Trust, First Amendment rights, and the heritage of the state and nation. That's what the description says it goes to, which sounds about right for like sure. something conservative Christians are going to like. What they don't say is where that money is actually going. It says, like, these are the things we're promoting with it. Uh But how? (laughs) Like, who's getting the money to do this? Uh So Juan Mendez found out.
1: Guess where it's going? Where? Tell me.
0: Alliance Defending Freedom, the Christian legal group that is called a hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center because they're rabidly anti-LGBTQ rights. So... Uh, it basically a Christian hate group is getting all this money. And he found out since 2008, when that plate went into effect. So more than a decade now, it's given more than a million dollars in fees to the Alliance defending freedom. So Arizonans are paying this money. It's going to a Christian hate group in the name of, in God we trust. Right. And they don't, here's the thing. If you want that to happen, all right, fine, I'll judge you for other reasons. But this is not public information. I was going to
1: say, how hard is it is it to find out it's, where that goes?
0: It's still not on their website. Really? So, like, I don't know how he found this out, but it is apparently accurate. And the state didn't say anything about this. But here's what Mendez did in response to finding out about this. And he's only just getting started. He filed two bills in particular. The first one is basically a transparency bill, and what it would do, under the new bill, the Department of Transportation would be required to maintain a database with the name and mission of every entity receiving funds from specialty plates. Good. That seems pretty obvious. Yeah. I don't know how successful it might be. Uh, because I don't believe Democrats are in the majority in these um, mm-hmm. in Arizona's uh, legislature. But it's a sensible thing. Like, just say it's eighty. Well, it's not
1: even saying you can't donate to this because it's a hate group. It's right. saying, like, make sure people know what their money is going to. Right.
0: Transparency. Is that right. a problem? Right. Um, and all he said, uh, when the Secular Coalition of Arizona, like the state affiliate there, They they put out a press release saying like Arizonans deserve to know exactly where their tax dollars are going. Yeah. And Arizonans who are unwitting like people who should know about this include Arizonans who are unwittingly funding a tax on the rights of their neighbors. Maybe they don't know that because they think it's going to an in God we trust group. A generic Christian sort of thing. Yeah. Not a not a group that's fighting against these things, but let them know it. What are you afraid of? Okay. Mendez also filed another. Here's the thing, like you said. He can't stop the money from going there if it's a legit nonprofit, which it is. Mm -hmm. Like, they followed all the rules to establish the plate. Right. So we can't just say, like, well, we're discriminating against Christians or anything like that by not allowing it to go to this group. What he did say is he filed another bill uh, that would just repeal that plate in particular, the In God We Trust plate, from the fees going to different groups like they're out of the specialty plate system altogether. Oh. He can do that because the rule just says anything that's a specialty plate gets fees going to certain groups. Well, he re- he his other bill basically revised that law so it includes every bill ex- every plate, plate except that one. <laughs> And so uh, that one, I don't know that it will get anywhere,
1: yeah. personally.
0: But the first one, the transparency bill should.
1: What would an argument against that be? Which one? The, about the transparency.
0: Uh, Republicans don't like transparency because it makes them look bad. <sighs> That's the argument against it. If you let people know what they're doing, they're going to look bad. If you let people vote, they're not going to vote for these people. It's the same idea that if you give people choice and knowledge of what's actually happening, they're never going to vote for people like Trump. I just... That's the argument I can think of. It, I don't know what else there is. I,
1: I, I don't... And I think about this all the time of, like... I genuinely try to like get in their shoes and say like, what do they think they're doing? What is the, b- and like, there are things that I'm like, okay, I see what your point of view is, right? I see that you think abortion is killing babies on mass. And so I at least can see where you're coming. This feels like a fucking no brainer. The same thing is like voting bills of making it easier to vote. Like I got in an argument with of this guy of like, what about self responsibility? And I was like, it's not even about that. It's just, why are there any bar- barriers to vote? Period. It should be the easiest fucking thing in the entire Mm -hmm. world. And, like, somebody else is like, oh, we don't need a national holiday because it takes me ten minutes to vote. took you ten minutes to vote. It takes some people three, four, five hours standing in line to vote. Like... What are you, like, what what are you talking about? Can you pull your head out of your own ass for a second? Again,
0: if you give people options and you make it easy for poor people to vote and minorities to vote, Republicans know it's going to hurt them in the long run, so they'll do whatever they can to stop it. If you make it transparent where this hate money is going, people are going to be upset about it. So they'd rather give money to these hate groups quietly, because <sighs> um, that's it's their base. Dangerous. Those I are mean, the people who fund their campaigns. What yeah, else? That I don't sucks. Know. Uh, anyway, do Anyway, let me you do go. a personal go. one. Here's oh, a personal yeah. one. Um, so a couple months ago, I read... Uh, I'm living in Downers Grove right now, uh suburb of Chicago. Yeah,
1: I forgot you were living in Downers Grove. Uh-huh, you used to uh-huh. live in Will County. And so I, I called some hard bullshit on you. you did. Okay, go ahead.
0: Anyway, I'm not living there anymore. So I'm living in Downers Grove. I'm living uh, nearby in DuPage County. And I found out a couple months ago that uh, the newly elected board members, who were elected, I believe, in November, mm-hmm. um, they were one of the first things they did when they had their county council meetings is they brought up the fact that we do invocations at mm-hmm. these meetings and maybe we should rethink that. Because, you know, you represent more than just Christians here Of course, yeah, that's a fair point point. Right. And I read that and I'm like, I didn't even realize this was an issue where we live uh-huh. In our area But, yeah, I mean, it's not that they never invite non-Christians But predominantly it's Christians right. And that was the point that they were bringing up That it's like, we're way more diverse than this invocation suggests So maybe mm-hmm. we should get rid of it But they haven't gotten rid of it yet It wasn't something they voted on It was just, we should talk about this Sure well, as soon as I read that, I'm like, wait a minute. I live here now. <laughs> and so I emailed one of the the council members who had raised that point. I'm like, well, I live here. I want to deliver an invocation. Tell me what to do. It, the email was literally that short. <laughs> um, I'm just saying, like, yeah, I live here. I want to give one. I'm an atheist, by the way. Tell me what to do. She, uh, she wrote back pretty quickly and is like, yeah, all right, I'll pass along your name. Like, it was... I'm paraphrasing, but that was the gist of it. Yeah. Um. I didn't hear back for a little while. And so, like, I think after a month, I bumped up that thread. I'm like, hi, I'm still interested. Yeah. <laughs> Just trying to see what's going on here. And they wrote back, like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't respond. Like, we did pass your name along. We weren't kidding about that. Um. Maybe there was Just whatever the back, holdup yeah. was. It happens. Um. But they said, with other people CC'd in the email, like, no, no, no. They got your name. I think they're going to get in touch with you in a day or two. So, anyway, they did. They scheduled me. I'm giving an invocation on March twelfth. Yeah, that's so, super cool. Yeah. Um they didn't say they didn't give me any restrictions or anything. Uh, I even as said, like, I mean, do you have any rules about things? Loring. A time limit or anything. They they basically wrote back and said, Yeah, there's some time limit. I mean <laughs> they really were pretty lax don't, about it. Don't
1: be an asshole about it. How about
0: that? Yeah, pretty much. Uh they implied it. They didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, but anyway, I just wanna point out, like one, cool. I'm I'm glad they didn't Uh, Here's the thing. I would rather they get rid of the invocations altogether, Mm -hmm. but if you're going to have them, Mm -hmm. then it's kind of our responsibility to say, well, we're not Christians and we want to be a part of this. What are you going to do about it? (laughs) And in this case, they said, yeah, all right, fine. Get in the mix. That's cool. So good. It's very exciting. Um, I don't know what I'm going to say yet. If you have suggestions, let me know, but uh, that is happening. So I was excited that they handled it properly at Mm -hmm. least. Because um, in other places, when we've talked about invocations and a Satanist or a pagan mm-hmm. or an atheist wants to do it, they get a lot of obstacles. It's a lot
1: of lawsuits happen that way.
0: Lots of them. Yeah, so. that's awesome.
1: I'm very excited for you. Congrats, Ooh, bud. Thanks. Um, do you have good news or bad news?
0: Good news. Oh,
1: okay. Um, so we're
0: not talking about the sex slaves in the Catholic Church yet. No, that's All next. Right. All right. Um, before
1: we get there, though. Yes. Um, New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy just signed... Um new legislation into law and it requires students to be taught the societal contributions of notable lgbtq people throughout history um and that's just generally very good news um christian i like
0: knowledge in schools right
1: it's pretty excellent uh christian fuscarino who is the executive director of the garden state equality direct executive director of the group garden state equality she said uh he christian is a It doesn't matter. They said it's critical that uh, that our classrooms highlight the achievements of LGBTQ people throughout history. Our youth deserve to see how diverse America American history truly is, and how they can be part of it one day too.
0: Yeah, and that's awesome. And I wonder, like, was I'm kind of curious, like, who are these people who are deciding? You know what? No, we're not going to talk about certain people, Alan Turing, whatever, whoever it is. We're not going to talk about them, right? uh, Because they're controversial or something um but yeah sensible it's yeah. just it's it's not even something we should se- have to celebrate
1: i mean it's just similar in the way that like we had to make a special effort to highlight the roles women played in history, the roles people of color played in history. Why weren't
0: you doing that already? Right, well, because (laughs) history
1: books have, by and large, been written by white dudes, and they love to talk about themselves.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just saw something this morning. They just announced the House Subcommittee on Climate Change, so Democrats appointed, right, Uh who's going to be on there, and they put on their... uh, Of course, I can't remember the name, but they put someone who I know respects science and is a scientist... um, and it's just like, yeah, you put a scientist on the Climate Change right. Committee, or at least someone who respects science. That shouldn't be news. Right.
1: But it kind of is. I mean, it's like when um, Justin Trudeau put his cabinet together and like the person who ran the education board is a former teacher or, like, what had an educational background. The person in the science wing was a fucking scientist. Like, this isn't that hard. Like, just because you got elected to office doesn't mean you're suddenly an expert on, like, right. shit that you do not. And, and and it's not a dig on anybody in particular, but, like, there is no reason anybody should claim to be a, a climate like, change what? expert yeah. if they don't have that background. Right. And it's not And don't
0: like, care about the issue, or like right. you're Betsy DeVos and you're running education, even Jesus though you don't Christ. do education and no one in education has any respect for you. Yeah. Why would you be running it? Because yeah. Oh, um, so bad. speaking of which, that's a good segue. Here we go. Is it? In Poland, where it's like predominantly Catholic uh-huh. and the the legislature is kind of overrun by Catholic conservative politicians. There is now a popular politician. I'm going to compare him to someone like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Okay. Or Bernie Sanders, kind of the upstart who has a lot of liberal progressive support. He happens to be a gay atheist. And he's a a progressive. A gay atheist. And his name, I'm going to pronounce it wrong, Robert Biadron. He just launched this week a political party of his own in order to uh, see how many of his people can get elected in hmm. the elections, which are happening later this year. And he is a member of parliament, but uh-huh. he's kind of a lone wolf in that sense, but he is popular. So he just launched a political party to get more people um, on his side. Now, here's the upside. Yeah, if in theory, if he had all that support, he could kind of upend this traditionally religious mm-hmm. uh, uh, government. The downside is, and this is coming from other progressives, you're not that popular to win over all those seats. You're just popular enough to pull a Howard Schultz and just take away votes from other not as progressive, but still pretty progressive politicians who could actually win some elections. And that's the fear of this guy, that you're going to pull support from people who actually need it, and it's going to be bad for all of us.
1: Yeah, I I think about that a whole lot. When you see anybody running third-party... And, and that's what makes me nervous when people, like, ar- around 2016, when people were really mad that Sanders didn't get the nod from from the Democrats, people were like, well, we shouldn't have a two-party system. And, like, whether or not that's true is is debatable. But the solution isn't <clears throat> to spin off a more progressive group because all you're going to do is divide up people who are on the left and we're going to lose a, sh- a shitload more of seats. I- more seats. I think the more pragmatic solution, which isn't sexy, is just get more liberal people to run for office, for na- for national mm-hmm. office, get more Congress, get more AOCs in office. Uh, and for that's example, how we make change.
0: Nancy Pelosi is not necessarily beloved by all progressives, uh-huh. but she's fine. And by the way, when you elect people like Cortez or anyone mm. else who is super progressive and they have her support, right. it elevates everybody. Right. And they're all kind of doing their thing, and it's working. Mm-hmm. Now give them even more power and yeah. see what happens. So um, so I don't know if this guy is necessarily good or bad for Poland. Uh, it depends on how much support he finds in the coming months right. for himself and the other candidates there. Interesting. So whatever. Cool. I have I have one last story here that I wanted to bring up. Okay, uh, and this is a quick one, but let me tell you about three quick lawsuits that didn't that uh, were going on without any. I'm sorry, whatever. <laughs> Here's three lawsuits. Here's the quick rundown: Freedom from Religion Foundation versus Lehigh. It's all about a Christian cross that appears on a county seal. In Pennsylvania, okay, there's a lawsuit over you got to take the cross out of a seal. You can't have that. It's promotion of religion. There's another one about whether the government, U.S. government, should give religious leaders tax breaks for housing. So, like, if you're a pastor, you can get a housing like exemption, so you -hmm. don't have to pay taxes on your house. And that's a sweet perk if you're a religious leader. Sure is. Atheists or even atheist leaders of organizations don't get that benefit. Right. FFRF is fighting over that one. There's also another one. Can atheists deliver the invocation in the U.S. House of Representatives? There's a lawsuit over that because they said no to that. Really? Yeah. So three lawsuits involving the Freedom From Religion Foundation, Uh they're all kind of in the court system right now. And here's the thing. These are all lawsuits that because of the government we have right now, They got like support and amicus briefs and Mm -hmm. other state attorneys general have filed on saying, yeah, we're against FFRF in all of these cases. Well, in Michigan, they just elected a new attorney general, uh, Dana Nessel, and she's a progressive. Hmm. And one of her big acts she announced this week is that she's pulling the state of Michigan And therefore, her lawyers who might have been working on these cases, she's pulling them off of these three cases and other ones that were anti gay and anti women. She decided we're not playing this game anymore. We're not supporting these lawsuits. So she just. We're out. You guys are on your own. It doesn't mean the lawsuits are over or they're not going to get opposition sure. from conservatives. But again, she just doesn't want to waste resources on stupid battles. Good. And what she actually said is, I will not use this office to undermine some of the most important values in our state, including those involving reproductive rights and the separation of church and state. This is why it matters. Not just when you vote, but having progressives in all these powerful positions, not just the governor's seat, which mm-hmm. they got in Michigan now, mm-hmm. but also as attorney general, because now they're fighting actual fights that matter. Right. Instead of these silly Christian led ones that they shouldn't be fighting.
1: That's really awesome. Cool. Um, so I guess all that's left is um, a brief history of sexual abuse in, in the papacy. Please, or you got two minutes. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to dig into it too much, because whatever. But it's interesting um, that uh, Pope Francis, he's in the Middle East right now, um, and he just admitted that clerics um, have uh, sexually abused nuns. In one case, they were kept as sex slaves. Um, they have been forcing nuns to get abortions if they got pregnant. Um, his <coughs> He admitted his, his predecessor, Pope Benedict, was forced to shut down an entire congregation of nuns, all of whom were being abused by priests. Um, He said, um, Francis said, the church was attempting to address the problem, but it is, quote, still going on. No kidding. No duh. Um, Anyway, so, listen, this isn't new and this isn't surprising, um, but that's good that the pope, the pope admitting, admitting it, baby steps, yeah. baby steps, baby steps. I mean,
0: baby steps that should have happened decades ago. Yes, but, but that's like, what, that's the
1: definition of fucking baby steps, though. Mm. It's like we're heading into the right direction. I mean, baby
0: steps when you're like 25 years old. I don't know how much credit you get for that. But again, you're right. Like, all right, you you admit it. Like, you're yeah. finally admitting what all those critics of the Catholic Church were saying forever ago. Right. And so for all the the fights from the Catholic Church, like, you guys are exaggerating the problem. You're making a big deal out of something that is no different than, say, a public school where you have some bad eggs. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, we were right all along about the church right. being a specifically, like, uniquely awful place where right. this stuff happens. Uh, um, we were right about that. Yeah, the Vatican's
1: Pope. women's magazine, which I did not know that exists, Woman Church World, they condemned the abuse, um, saying some nuns were forced to abort p- priests' children, which Catholicism forbids. L- lest we forget, because they
0: got pregnant because a priest like uh-huh. raped them or got them pregnant.
1: Yep. The uh-huh. magazine's editor, Lucida uh, Scarafia. mm, My gra- my Italian grandparents are willing to ruin their grave. Yeah. Um, they said that his acknowledgement uh, could, quote, can be of some help but warned that the church needs to act. Quote, if the church continues to close its eyes to the scandal, the condition of oppression of women, women in the church will never change. Um, so, anyway. Yeah, so Tell that's... Me,
0: what else appears in this Vatican women's magazine I, other than that? That's what
1: I'm wondering, like, is it just run by... What do they talk about?
0: Yeah. Hey, like, we don't have any here. <laughs>
1: Are Bye. there any, like, are there nuns Not in, in Catholic, the Vatican?
0: I mean, nuns, yeah, there aren't Catholic
1: Like, oh, we had leaders. gruel again today. I don't know. Everything I know about nuns, I know from Sister Act. Nice. <laughs> they yeah. hate gruel. And <laughs> 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 this
0: is why we don't Stupid. let you run the church.
1: Um, just super, super, super quick. Um, yeah, please. A judge in Kansas, uh, Leavenworth County District Judge Michael Gibbons, said that... Um. So there was a case against a 67-year-old gentleman who was soliciting two minors, um, two female minors, a 13-year-old and a 14-year-old. "Quote: I do find that in the victim's case, in particular, were more an aggressor than a participant than a participant in the criminal conduct."
0: He said the teenage girls uh-huh. were aggressors in the, a case in which they were yeah. assaulted. Yeah. Uh huh. Just double checking.
1: So. Cool as usual. Nothing's changed ever. Um, and ending on a good note um, yes. that we we talked a little about it a little while ago. There was um, a church in the Netherlands that held a nonstop service to prevent um, some refugees from being uh, booted.
0: Because the law says, like, if they're praying, right. government officials can't enter the right. service. So they just said, all right, we're just going to pray forever. Yeah.
1: Um, so it just ended 96 days later. Um, the refugees have been, uh, I believe they're good. They're still based out of the church. Like they're still okay. living in the church, but they're free to like leave it a little bit. Um, Dirk Stegman, who's one of the, or- uh, organizers of the service said, and I think this is a nice quote. This is just the beginning. I hope it's a new way of being a church, a new way of having an impact on society and no way of standing up for vulnerable people. So I thought that was really nice. Look,
0: something nice.
1: Yes. um, That's how you take a stand. Anything you want to talk about or plug or say that is good in your life? No. God, this weather. I'm
0: coaching. Coaching is going well. we got two more weeks and then I'm done.
1: Oh, I'm so excited. We're going to be done. It's going to make my schedule so (laughs) much easier. Um, Friday night, I um, recorded a new episode of Fables, which is the uh, Earth's Wild bonus podcast that um, I do with friends. We read a book and then record on it and just sort of enjoy each other's company. Um, It was my friend Ann Blano, who's been a co-host before, and we read two books, really only talked about one of them. Um, It was so much fun. Do I
0: get to find out which book you talked about?
1: Oh yeah, I think I mentioned it before. So we read, we each read a book that we. So we've both been like dealing with a lot of you know stress because it's 2019, and that's just sort of the state of the world. So we're like, let's read a book, but let's let's read like the lightest book. Uh-huh. So we read a YA novel uh, called The Uglies that she read when she was a teenager, oh, okay. and we read my probably genuinely my favorite book of all time, which is a romance novel by Nora Roberts that <laughs> I have honestly maybe read 15 times in my life. Um, It's called Jewels of the Sun and spoiler alert and fucking loved it. I think I changed (laughs) her life with the addition of allowing some little like frivolity and you're not like a non-intellectual if you read Romance novels, because they're great. Um, also, I have to recommend, just like everybody does, watch the Fire Festival docs. It just reaffirms... I
0: saw one of those. Which one
1: did you see? The Hulu uh, one?
0: The Hulu Okay, one.
1: that's the one I've seen, too. Where that's I the watch. one
0: with the Fire Festival guy. Yeah, he's right?
1: interviewed. And he is yeah. just the epitome of, like... A nothing white dude who just happened <laughs> to grow up in privilege, and just it just the whole theme of his it whole is, life
0: is just scamming people. His whole
1: life is scamming people and thinking somebody's going to come in and, and rescue him. And spoiler alert, he's in jail right now. So, <laughs> um, but two more, two yeah. more things. I start. It's I one had of those a,
0: movies you watch. You're like, I hope all of you who bought tickets. Lose.
1: Yeah, Mike. Like, wa- who's
0: the good guy in that movie? I couldn't really tell.
1: There was no good guy. I watched it with Mikey. And I didn't his... even like the
0: talking heads who were some like, let me tell you about the scammer.
1: extremely funny, though. Some of them said some shit that was like, straight up and down hilarious. There's a really amazing part when it's their social media guy and he's like, we had to start blocking all, of, like <laughs> blocking uh, scam, blocking uh, whatever, blocking Because logistics. everyone was
0: talking about yeah. scams in relation and to so our he, thing. And so he like gives
1: all this this long list and he's like, and then I had to rewrite that that list in caps because so-and-so didn't doesn't know how tags work and it made me laugh <laughs> so fucking hard. Um, that was great. Um, thank you for the people who have been sending mean uh, emails about me. Even though they're to me, they're about me. I did read them over <laughs> dinner to my friends, and we had a nice laugh at y'all. And last but certainly not least, my brother's engaged. Hey. My big brother, Kevin, just got engaged. Congratulations to him and Maggie. They're getting married in August, and they asked me to officiate the wedding. Look at you. So I cried for four days straight. And um, yeah, I'm going dress shopping with Maggie this weekend. Oh, I'm awesome. super stoked about it. And, yeah, things are, are looking good. If this winter could just, just wind up, yeah, I'm really fucking over it.
0: Something, something, a groundhog did something I heard. It's <laughs> yeah. all ending very soon Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's coming up. You can follow me on Twitter at Blueberry, B-L-U-E-B-U-R-I-E. Hemet?
0: Uh, I'm at Hemet Meta. <laughs> I had to think about it. For a
1: second. <laughs> you sure did. It's your name, my dude. Sure. Uh, if you want to email, we got a couple of emails about um, the gay Mormon being gay in Mormon church, and I do want to get to that. I just didn't have time to compile that for today. If you have any questions or comments or concerns, email us at um, friendlyanticspodcast at gmail I just got an, a custom order from a listener for my uh, for my Etsy site, so I'm working on that. You can go to Bitches Get Stitched Done, and I can do whatever weird nerd shit you want to do. I do a lot of cross stitching, and I do not understand the jokes I'm making in those cross stitches, <laughs> but people seem to like them anything else nope okay I'm good bye
0: bye